0: Welcome to Health for Good, Amity Health's new podcast series. We're taking a moment to consider the joys of the holiday season, this time though through the lens of hope. Alistair Waters from our mental health team joins me and he thinks the key is to think small.
1: What do I want? What what would be a good outcome for me? Not just for the year coming, but moment by moment as well. What do I hope for right now, and right now, and right now?
0: And new learnings. Does hope have to be realistic, Alistair? Absolutely not.
1: (laughs) I have seen people hope for some pretty wild
0: outcomes. Lots to get into. Hope you enjoy it.
1: Hope is a very interesting phenomenon. Hope is a feeling of expectation or a desire for a particular outcome so on the surface it looks like it's a very passive thing it's a way people feel or um, something that happens inside them but in therapy we see that hope has real practical real world outcomes hope leads to action and if you hope for an outcome you're more likely to put energy towards that outcome it's kind of similar to oprah's the secret i don't know if you've ever seen the secret it's about manifesting what you want. And that's, hope is very similar in a therapeutic space.
0: So, hope is actually something that you try and encourage your clients to get better at.
1: 100%. Hope can seem very abstract, but I'd just like to take a second to differentiate what hope is. So, optimism is different from hope because optimism is a general way of viewing the world, whereas, hope is specific to each circumstance so this morning when I woke up I was hopeful that my kettle would boil but I generally am quite optimistic so you know when I get in the car I believe that my day is going to be good so I don't I hopefully that um, outlines the difference
0: so it's a little bit different from one of those amazing glass half full people
1: Yeah, because it's dependent on each situation. People who are glass half full, we generally don't see in the therapeutic space because they give themselves therapy every day. They approach situations knowing that they can handle what happens. Whereas the people that we generally see, they might not be able to see a good outcome. And that's where hope becomes therapeutic. If we can help them hold space to see that something good might happen then we can figure out a path towards that option
0: so let's have a look at an example then you've had something bad happen to you maybe you've been involved in an accident maybe a loved one's been involved in a health emergency and you hope for the best is that the kind of thing that's useful
1: i definitely think it is if a loved one has been in an emergency You've got a couple of courses of action. You can either say, good luck, I'm too far away, or I'm too busy and I can't do anything about it. And that takes you out of the equation so that you no longer participate. But if you have hope that your loved one will recover, then you're more likely to be an active participant in their recovery journey. So you, if you hope for them to get better, then you might ask, what do you need from me? Um, So it does become a very practical, real-world application of an internal state.
0: So hope can trigger off a whole set of really positive actions that can result in much better outcomes.
1: I try not to think of things as better or worse, but helpful and unhelpful. If you don't have the capacity to help your loved one, then that's different to making a decision about stepping back from them and letting them be on their own recovery journey. You can either help or not help, it's up to you. But hope puts fuel in the tank so that you can help if that's the course that you choose.
0: Does hope have to be realistic, Alistair?
1: Absolutely not. (laughs) I have seen people hope for some pretty wild outcomes. The one that comes to mind is when people have physical health problems, say if you break a leg. My brother is a physio and he's seen a lot of clients who don't have hope. And for those people, they miss appointments, they don't do the treatment that he prescribes them, and their leg will have long-term health consequences. It might never go back to 100% functionality. Whereas if people have hope for recovery, then they'll engage in their in their treatment and then it gives them a better chance of having a good outcome.
0: Do you think hope can let us off the hook sometimes? So, for example, if uh, we're doing some plumbing and we think we fixed the sink, but we're not sure and we say, "Uh, I hope so. Does that let us off the hook a bit?
1: I think that's a great example of unrealistic hope. (laughs) But it also fuels your behaviour. I hope it works. And so you try it and then you'll find out one way or the other.
0: So I'm kind of getting the idea about hope, that it's a really positive mindset, something that you apply to a situation that you find yourself in.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that coming up to the end of the year, hope is something that a lot of people would do well to bear in mind. You might not be the most optimistic person year round, but if you can get through one day, then you might be able to get through the next day as well.
0: There may be people out there who are pushing through Christmas without even identifying that as a sense of hopefulness that they have.
1: I would absolutely label that as hope because that's going into a real world environment with a specific mindset, wanting a particular outcome. So that is textbook hope.
0: So, Christmas, it can be challenging because there may be conflict with relatives, there may be some arduous travel involved. How does hope play into that?
1: Hope ties to particular outcomes. I go into these situations hoping I have a good day or that there isn't too much fighting. And if we think about our own internal state as being hopeful, then What can I control in this situation? So if I know that I have to travel long distance, I know that I'm going to need snacks. I know that I'm going to need water. I know that I'm going to need entertainment so that I can have a good outcome. And the same thing happens with conflict with people. What are you responsible for? If you're hopeful about a situation, if you hope that there's not too much conflict, you can always walk away. You can always take a break. You can always talk to somebody assertively, about the things that you do or don't like.
0: So like many things in life, Christmas is about planning. It's about thinking things through. It's about visualising what you actually want from this holiday season.
1: Absolutely. To me, that's what this time of year is all about. Stopping, going slowly, taking a bit of time to rest and recharge and think about what do I want? What What would be a good outcome for me? Not just for the year coming, but moment by moment as well. Um, What do I hope for right now and right now and right now?
0: And how about the new year? Because that's obviously a time when we're thinking ahead. From your point of view, you would see an opportunity there for improving our our approach. Yeah, definitely.
1: That makes me think of this idea of locus of control. Um, Locus of control is this idea that everybody has um, a space in the world where they believe that outcomes are controlled from. So you can either have an internal locus of control or an external locus of control. For me, I have a very strong internal locus of control. So if I'm thirsty, I'm going to get up and go and get a glass of water. Whereas if somebody has an external locus of control, they might sit there being thirsty. And then after a while, they start to have thoughts like, the world didn't want me to have water. You know, things didn't line up for me. I had bad luck. And I think with hope, hope fuels an internal locus of control because then you can control the outcome and i think that's something that i would like to see more people put effort into developing over the next year coming an internal locus of control it's really protective against a lot of poor mental health outcomes it can prevent depression anxiety if you believe that you control the outcome then You can control the outcome.
0: Okay I'm excited about this. How do we build on it?
1: Really it goes back to what I was talking about before about thinking small. I'm a big fan of small thinking so just taking it moment by moment. If I feel frustrated then I notice that I feel frustrated and I know that emotions are helpful and so the frustration that I feel tells me that something isn't the way I want it to be. So I'm going to hope for things to be the way I want and then take action. I'm a very small picture person.
0: So what we're really learning about hope today that it's not some kind of wishy-washy aspirational thing that we just use in greetings cards it's actually a powerful tool and really it's about having a think about what we want to see trying to imagine it and feeling really hopeful that we're going to achieve it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The people that I see every day in therapy They often need a little bit of support to pick a direction. A lot of the time people tell me that they feel directionless, um, that they feel lost, that they feel different from everybody else. But all of those things are just symptoms of not having hope, of not knowing what you want to be when you grow up. And I think that it starts very, very small. You might not know what you want to be when you grow up, but what about what you want to be this afternoon? And then it goes from there.
0: Well, Alistair, I think that's a great way to wrap things up, especially as we head into the Christmas season. All the best to you and your family, and thanks for another opportunity to catch up today.
1: Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And I hope you have a nice restful break. Don't get too sunburned.
0: Thank you to Alistair Waters from our mental health team here at Amity Health. If you'd like to know more about how to find help over this festive season, have a look on our Facebook page for a list of helpful contacts over Christmas. For more general information, blogs and how to access our services, go to amityhealth.com.au. Thank you and look forward to joining you next time on Health for Good.